How are you feeling? Good. And how are you feeling? I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode. Good morning, hello, or good evening, good afternoon, whichever time of day it is. Today's episode is going to be on choice and responsible choice, I guess. Again, kind of diving in more into the consciousness and the seat of the soul and how we can attain intent and responsible choice consciously. But before we dive in, you know, thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, belief systems, everything on the inside creates your outside exterior. So my question for you is how are you feeling right now in this moment? And dive in, really dive in. I know it's been a rough few weeks. It feels like, like I've been speaking about the collective consciousness is starting to kick in after the kind of, this is the fallout of lockdowns and covid and mandates and all these other things and we're slowly slowly seeing more of that evidence come to fruition so dive in you know give yourself time it's okay give yourself a break you know if you're stressful if you're feeling depressed if you're anxious all these type of things it's okay cut yourself some slack but know that you are you can you you have the power to change the way you feel and i kind of want to dive in on the 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 element of not from a political standpoint of Roe versus Wade, but more on the kind of the spiritual approach to it. And the reason why I'm seeing the things I'm seeing collective consciously. So, so I'm wearing my, I guess, practical spiritual hat and, and understanding our collective consciousness has brought us to here, to this point, to the, 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 the ban reversal on abortions, all these type of things. We are here because our collective consciousness has led us here. And it starts with accountability first. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I think during lockdown, I know this has been, the abortion things have been an issue for centuries. It goes before my time, way before my time. I'm completely pro-choice. I'm pro what anyone wants to do. It should be up to them. When it comes to bodily autonomy, it should be up to them. So if you think about kind of what's happening, the reversal, and now this, you know, my body, my choice kind of stance, which I agree with, my body, my choice. But the same people that are protesting for pro-abortion are the same people that were all for the mandates of vaccines. Now, you may say one is different, one is whatever, that's schematics of it, but I'm talking from a practical standpoint, a spiritual standpoint. So when you are with something, so, you know, people lost their jobs, had to get vaccinated, and again, I am pro-choice. I think vaccinations have been good for society, I think. There's also an element of profiteering from the from the pharmaceutical companies, all these type of things. But that's a whole nother spectrum. I'm talking about the kind of spiritualness of it. And I saw, you know, artists and, you know, big high figures, do your do your part, get vaccinated. You know, so they supported the mandating of vaccine, of that specific vaccine, the COVID vaccine, which to me is not body autonomy. It's the opposite. You're mandating someone's body. It's like a forced thing that you have to do for you to be normal in civilization. So you were kind of like, I guess, you know, there was a massive divide between the vaccinated, unvaccinated, and all these type of things. So the same people that were demanding that we all get vaccinated are the same people now protesting for body autonomy for, for, for pro, pro-abortions. And again, I, I, I'm talking about the, the kind of practical spiritual consciousness, the collective consciousness. So when you, you when you are for mandating someone's body that they have to get something, now what's happened is this law has been overturned and now th- women's bodies are mandated. 
which is insane to me, which is honestly, it's a, it's a step back in the kind of collective consciousness that I want everybody to kind of build on and the kind of karmatic experiences of positivity and love and embrace and awareness and understanding and loving and, you know, just being okay with someone being themselves. And I think we're taking a step back in that collective consciously. But you have to understand when someone is for mandating something, the manifestation of that then is the attraction to themselves. So if someone says, you know, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. So, so okay, so you support bodily, bodily autonomy. Yes. But then, but you don't because you're also demanding that there's mandated vaccines. Now that abortion has been taken away, the same people are protesting, body, my, my body, my choice. But they don't see the correlation between their collective consciousness. And I'm really trying to explain this. I'm not, no offensiveness, no, not even bringing my kind of experience in, in kind of any of this field. But I want people to see the evidence of everybody's collective consciousness coming together and creating these issues. And now we want a solution to these things. So now I'm seeing judges, you know, ban the reversal of the, the abortion rights, all these type of things, which is moving in a positive direction. We want people to have pro-choice bodily autonomy. They have a choice to do and wish what they, whatever they want to do to their own bodies. Obviously within reason and all these type of things within their reason. But again, you know, I want us to step into collective consciousness and spiritualness and understanding that we are powerful people collectively manifesting for the, for, for the world. Yes, it's depending on how it individually affects you spiritually because you can't manifest for someone else, but also your individual manifestations are also collectively manifesting for the entire planet. So I just want us all to bear that in mind when it comes to the kind of the premise of, of the podcast I'm going to talk about, which is choice. So kind of, again, diving into the seat of the soul and get Gary Zukov and all that, that, that incredible book. Like I keep rereading it and I just discover new things and more new things and more new things. But, you know, what is responsible choice? As you follow your feelings, you become aware of the different parts of yourself and the different things that they want. You cannot have all of them at once because many of them conflict. The part of you that wants more money in a bigger house conflicts with the part of you that suffers with the poor and hungry. The part of you that reaches out with compassion toward the beauty in others conflicts with the part of you that wants to use others for your own benefit or gratification. When you satisfy one part of yourself, the needs of another go unsatisfied. The fulfillment of one part of you creates anguish in another or others and you are torn. Incredible, powerful stuff. And it's the same thing that goes back to my kind of choice, responsible choice. If you were for mandating vaccinations and say you're for body autonomy, that's a conflicting intention. That's a conflicting manifestation. I believe in mandates for vaccines, but I don't want my body to be mandated for abortions. Again, we may, someone may see it as different, but I'm talking about the spiritualness and, and the intent and the law of attraction. The universe doesn't judge. It doesn't, it, it gives you what you want. You want body autonomy, full autonomy, then it has to go for everything. It cannot be picked off as, oh, maybe this is, is, is for body autonomy, but this isn't. That's just one example. You know, because I used to suffer with this thing of, you know, you know, you want a bigger house. You want all these type of things. You want to, to, to provide for your family. You want to go on vacations. You want to do this type of thing. And then there's like at the bottom of your street, especially in Los Angeles and California, the homelessness is getting worse. And it's like, what can I do? This is this, this never ending ba battle. But then you have to understand you can fix your world. And you can fix their world by fixing your own world. And that is a collective consciousness in the manifestations of everything.
you know, when, when, when he says, you know, the part of you that reaches out with compassion toward the beauty in others conflicts with the part of you that wants to use others for your own benefit or gratification. And I understand this. I mean, everyone does it. Everyone has done it. I, I take a step back now because I don't want to, I understand the power I have and, and what I put out is what I attract back and, and like attracts like. And if I, if I operate on a certain vibrational level, then I'm attracting the similar vibrational level of people back to me. So I try and lead with an honest approach within myself. Here is a situation. What do I want out of this? What can I give from myself? I'm completely open and honest and I'm creating a responsible intent of choice within myself. And Gary Ferber goes on to say, the choice of intention is also the choice of karmic path. If you speak or act from anger, for example, you create the karma of anger. If you speak or act with compassion, you create the karma of compassion and a different path opens before you. This happens whether you are aware of the different parts of yourself or not, whether even you are aware of the choices that you make at each moment. See, again, it's conscious intent and it's conscious responsible intent. And when we talk about karma, we talk about the, the kind of flow, the ebb and flow, right? So everyone says, you know, what goes around comes around. Yes. What you put out is what you get back. Yes. But it's also about you put out anger towards somebody else. That person becomes angry. Then that person may take that anger out on someone else. And then it's kind of this never ending chain of just a circle of anger, which then leads you on that path towards an angry trajectory, basically, or the, the attraction. Now, if you, if you create a, a karma of compassion, that person's done me wrong, but I, but I, I have compassion for them. I understand why they did it. I understand what's going on in the world. I understand all these type of things. A different path opens up to the anger path. And now which path do you want to be on? I know I would rather be on the compassion path because it seems like it would be such a nicer way to live. And again, it's about responsible choice, responsible, practical, spiritual, conscious choices. Gary Ferber says, to, says, as you become conscious of the different parts of your personality, you become able to experience consciously the forces within you that compete for expression, that lay claim to the single intention that will be yours at each moment, that will shape your reality. When you enter these dynamics consciously, you create for yourself the ability to choose consciously among the forces within you, to choose where and how you will focus your energy. Powerful stuff, powerful stuff. And re-listen re to that, re-listen to that, drum it in, because it's very, very important. And we understand, like, you know, we're all one, we're one person, all these type of things, but you understand that's kind of splintered personality. Splintered personality is one, one part of you conflicting with the other. We all have it. We all have it because that's kind of instilled now in our nature. It's our conditioning. It shouldn't be, but it is. An example would be, you know, I feel happy right now, but then that fear element is how long is this going to last? Is it too good to be true? When, it, you know, and it doesn't feel natural to you because maybe you're, you're especially when I speak from my experience, I've been used to feeling depressed and anxious and all these type of things. So when something, when happiness is there, it doesn't feel very natural. Not now for me because I've developed, uh, you know, I, I don't take things too seriously. I don't take myself too seriously. And I think that's my key to happiness is just, I'm trying to ebb and flow with myself. And it's different parts of you, different parts of your presence that, that compete for expression. It's like someone does well in a job. You're like, oh, I want that. You know, all this type of stuff, you know, or a family member, all these type of things you're arguing. You, different parts of you are fighting for expression. Now we need to channel them all in to one and allow them to express. But when you enter into, when you express them consciously, I'm aware of all these things that are going on in me and I'm channeling them. 
And then you can consciously choose where you want to focus your energy. Then it becomes your conscious choice. It becomes your accountability. It becomes your practical spiritualness. It becomes a new conditioning and a new habit that you can progress. And this is very important because the choice not to choose is the choice to remain unconscious and therefore to wield power irresponsibly. Awareness of the splintered personality and of its need for integration brings with it the need for conscious choice. Each decision requires that you choose which parts of yourself you want to cultivate and which parts you want to release. Insanely powerful. If you become aware of the gifts that we have, of choice, of accountability, of manifesting, of the power that we all have to attract everything we want in our life, and you still choose to remain unconscious, you are using that power irresponsibly. When we step into awareness of the power that we have, then it becomes a conscious choice. It becomes something that you are choosing. My life is the way it is because I am choosing it. it you, then you start empowering yourself. You start understanding your empowerment. You start seeing evidence of your power from within. You start seeing evidence through awareness of how you thought, everything that you are, and you're seeing it being created in physical reality. The open seas have parted. You're seeing everything that you want to see because you are driving it. You are making conscious awareness choices, responsible choices. And you know that those responsible choices come with consequences. Consequences doesn't necessarily mean a bad consequence, but it means the kind of what's coming back to you. Well, that's my interpretation of consequence anyway, which leads on to the next point. A responsible choice is a choice that takes into account the consequences of each of your choices. In order to make a responsible choice, you must ask yourself, for each choice that you are considering, what will this produce? Do I really want to create that? Am I ready to accept all of the consequences of this choice? Project yourself into the probable future that will unfold with each choice that you are considering. Do this with the energy of intention, but simply to test the water, to get the feel of what you are considering creating. See how you feel. Ask yourself, is this what I really want? Then decide. When you take the consequences of your choice into your decision, and when you choose to remain conscious, that is a responsible choice. Now, re-listen to this, re-listen to this. I'm, it's incredible. You take into A responsible choice is when you take in, into consideration the consequences of each of your choices. And when you ask yourself, what will this produce? Do I really want to, to create that? Am I ready to accept all the consequences of this choice? You become aware. You project yourself into those scenarios. And I know what you think, because I was thinking it too. It was like, oh, it sounds like a lot of work. But why not? Why not put effort into the things that you are choosing of who you are being, of who you want to be? Why is, wouldn't that be the most important thing or one of the most important things? Logically, of course it should be. I'm doing this because of this. But how do I see the outcome of this? Well, I see the outcome becoming this or this or this. Why do we not do that? It's not really instilled in our dynamic of our kind of humanness or our conditioning, which is super strange to me. And this is another level up moment I just had. We should be doing this on a regular basis. This should become a habit. This should become a positive habit within our lives of conscious awareness and conscious of responsible choice. Is this what I really want? Ask yourself and then decide. When you take the consciousness, when you take the consequence of your choice into your decision, and when you choose to remain conscious, that is a responsible choice. Incredible, incredible. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that I guess this is kind of the introduction towards choice because we all have them. You may feel like, oh, I don't have a choice, but you do. 
Study your choices. Study why you are in the predicament you're in. Study why you're in the situation you're in. Study it all, and it all leads back to you, inside of you. You are projecting outwards, and you are attracting everything you see. It may seem harsh. I, may, I'm not, I don't mean that to come away as a harsh kind of statement. I'm trying to teach us accountability for our, the way we are and what we're attracting. And I think I'm going to leave it there. I enjoyed that one. There's going to be much, much more on, on the kind of consciousness, conscious awareness and responsible choice and choices and all that type of things. But yeah, I mean, I love it. Thank you. Thank you.